right, so I don't know. This is a new thing for me. Um, you know, in an effort to get out as much content as possible, um, I'm going to be recording some of these podcasts while I'm in the car because that's just the way life is. It's just the way it is. I am in the car a lot. And right now I am wrapping up a really long day. It's after 9 o'clock at night. And I spent the better part of the evening, the entire evening actually, uh, at my restaurant, Lala Taqueria in Larchmont. And, you know, this is where I get, people say, you know, where do you come up with content ideas? Because I fucking live these content ideas. That's why. So I've lived them in the past and I'm living them now. And, you know, there's one thing that kind of starting this Taqueria up with a buddy of mine from culinary school. Um, We kind of did it on a whim, kind of stumbled into this space and he asked me to be an equity partner and I foolishly agreed, but um, look, I I love it, I love the business, I love the concept, but you know, I can't be there all the time. I cannot be there to, you know, really lend off my full experience in the space. Uh, all the time. So I pop in two nights a week to help him out. And um, he is, and this is something that he will tell you, he is struggling because he is not a front of the house restaurant guy. He is a very experienced, very well accomplished chef uh, who's worked all over the place. And he is a unbelievable talent in the kitchen. But uh, we have sort of like a QSR setup and he is forced to be the manager in front of the house kind of face of the place and he is not doing so well with how to deal with that so uh, I spoke to him about this today so I'm not talking shit behind his back and and one day I'll have him on here when he's not so swamped I'm afraid to add anything to his plate at this point but um, you know basically he brought in a bunch of people uh, basically, any warm body that showed up to the to the door of the restaurant and needed a job, he gave them the job. So, regardless of experience, um, he was so stressed out and fried that he was just hiring these front of the house people. The kitchen is all set, so it's a very small place. But we need people to work the counter, and we need somebody to work the floor. Uh, so we need what every restaurant needs. You need personality, someone who's coachable, somebody who can, um, you know, really understand what it means to be uh, hospitable, to genuinely care, be empathetic. Um, You know, just because we're a quick serve sort of taco joint doesn't mean that stuff goes out the window. So um, he didn't test for any of that when he hired these people. And even though, like I said, the place is small, it is... um, created this environment of where everybody's doing whatever the hell they want almost all the time so um he is just fried to the point where he cannot take it anymore he's burnt out totally burnt out uh the place is busy and i completely understand where he's coming from but he has created an environment of we're gonna do whatever we want because you never tell us differently. So what he does is he allows everything to get bottled up inside of him. 
and then he explodes on somebody. So, <coughs> excuse me, that's obviously not the best look for us, and he acknowledges that. So, I remember somebody taught me a while ago that if you don't have the training in place and you don't have the standards in place, you create this experience where the staff believes they can kind of do whatever they want. So the full explanation of that was experience, beliefs, actions, results. So essentially what happens is the staff has an experience of, hey, I can eat whatever I want whenever I want. Um, They believe that they can continue to do it. So the action is that they continue to do it. And the result is you have this environment of your entire staff literally all doing different things. About 25% of it is what you want them to do. So I told him, you have this this issue because you've created the environment. You need to change the environment um, in the restaurant of what's expected and, and what's definitely not allowed and um, really put your foot down. So this is not a strength of his. It's not where he can really be the heavy. So that looks like it's going to fall on me and I'm happy to do it. But my point in this rambling story is I know you're busy. I know that you're stressed out. And I know that there are other people just like my partner. I literally just left there five minutes ago. I know there are people like him. Okay? Don't, you know, you cannot just continue to bring people at the problem. You know, and and maybe this is a bad analogy, but it's like putting more gas on the fire. You know, take some time. You have this staff here. It's going to be rough to try to get them into a new system. But every week, try to implement something new. Like, hey, Phil, you're late every time, dude. Okay? If you want to work here, I need you to be here on time. Otherwise, I I just, you know, we got to part ways. Okay? I love you. You do great work here. Whatever the case is, whatever your management style is, give them, you know, Danny Meyer calls it constant gentle pressure. You know? They move something one way, you move it back to where it's supposed to be. Constantly. Constantly. Until they, until they start to feel that this is the way it's supposed to be done. Hey, I told you to do it this way. Hey, I told you to do it this way. Whatever those things are, whatever those little issues that you're having with your staff that just can't seem to fall in place, start... spend. You're going to have to spend some time, okay? You're going to have to spend some time saying, okay, what I'm doing is not working. There's got to be a better way. Where am I going wrong? And I'm going to tell you 99.9% of the time it's in your hiring. And then if it's not in your hiring and it's in your culture, it could be in, you know, your current staff doesn't want to have any new staff in there. So they um, are creating this environment or whatever. There's a lot at play. But what I want you to do is really evaluate how you're bringing people into your team and what that experience looks like for them. Because if you're just bringing people in, having them fill out paperwork, ask them where they work and say, hey, okay, go work with Mark. He's our head server or he's he's the floor manager or whatever the case may be. Uh, just follow him and he's going to show you all the ropes. Maybe Mark's not who you think he is. You know, Maybe Mark's one person to your face and another person to his uh, colleagues, you know, his fellow staff members. 
You need to take control of that situation. If you're not getting exactly what you want, it's because of you. You've created a culture where there's no accountability. People can come in late. They can leave when they want. They can eat what they want. They can be on their phone. And you're just saying, hey, I told you not to be on your phone. Or don't do that. Or you you have to make it a system. Okay? You get onboarded. You get trained on what you can and can't do. When you can eat. When you can clock in. um, How you call out for a shift. um, When the schedule will be posted. All that stuff. I have all these materials. So if you have any questions on it and you're listening to this podcast, let me know. I will send you some templates that I have to really just give you an idea of what this should look like. And look, everybody's thing is different, right? It's all... Everybody's got a different system, but with the templates or just in writing it down, you're going to get an idea of what you're looking for. And like I told him today, it's... You know, when you're walking through the forest, it's really difficult to navigate your way to the other side. But if you were... In a helicopter above looking down, you could see your ways. So imagine yourself, you know, a mile above your restaurant looking down. I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on here? Um, And how can you fix it? So my only point in this is to basically stop hitting yourself in the head with a hammer. You know, like, you can fix this. This is not something that is beyond repair the culture of your restaurant and how you bring on new employees and how you maintain relationships with your existing employees is going to permeate the culture of of your restaurant all the way down to the guests so make sure it's a good one right like when they come in do they trail or do you just you know they spend the day with you or whatever that looks like You need to define it and make that process standard for everyone. You know, it can't be like, oh, well, hey, you know, Phil likes to put the straws over here, but I like them over here because, no, they go here. Every time they go here. The menus, every way they face this way and this one. Whatever it is, you're going to have to set the standard because if you don't, you're going to turn into a babysitter. You're going to be a fucking babysitter and not a business owner. So you hear it all the time, like, don't let the business run you, you run the business. It sounds like a cliche, but it's so true. This business, I can see it in my buddy's face, is putting him through the ringer. A lot of it is his personality, but he also doesn't know when to ask for help. He also doesn't quite understand the ins and outs and the dynamic of some of the front of house staff and... You know, you can't talk to front of the house staff a lot of the way that you talk to or in the same way that you talk to kitchen staff, right? I mean, that's just true. It's true. You can get upset and say, no, everybody should be. Kitchen culture is different than front of the house culture. He can't find that balance. He can't find how to make that work. But I told him tonight, I said, dude, whenever you can find some time, if you need help, I will help you. But you need to figure out what you want this to look like. Because like I said in the beginning, I'm not there all the time. I'm never going to be there all the time. You know, I acknowledge that you need help with this. But I'm going to need your help in putting pen to paper and finding out what's wrong and what needs to be fixed. So really, that's it. Another bonus podcast here. 
you know, I really like these. Because you know when I do these things? Is when something just happens. Or somebody just asks me a question. So, I'm sure you probably heard, like, my turn style thing. Or there were a couple times I wanted to beep at somebody, but I didn't. But, look, it's a tough business, as is. But if you are walking into a buzzsaw every day, or you don't know... Um, you don't know who you're working with from one day to the next in terms of if they're going to be the Phil that worked that night or they're going to be the Mary that worked the night before or they're going to be the Susie that you really liked or she's going to be... They should all be working in the same system. That should not matter. You should walk in there at a certain time of day and know like, hey, did this delivery show up? Hey, why aren't the menus done? Hey, where where are the glasses? Why aren't they being polished? Well, whatever it is, right? It's the same show basically every day the curtain goes up you put on a show and the curtain goes down the actors and the things that happen are basically the same every day right you could be busy one day slow another day but the job that needs to get done needs to get done basically every day tuesday through sunday assuming that you're closed monday so look if you're having an issue like you know baby my partner just sat there with me for 15 minutes like dude i need to I need to talk to you because... And he just blurted it all out. If you feel like that, and if you feel like you are stressed and you don't know where to turn, again, on my Instagram, uh, if you go to the bio at the top, click that, and you go down to the second one, um, it says 15-minute consult. Um, It actually links to my calendar, and you can um, find a 15-minute window that... Um, works for you um, on a day that works for you and I will get an alert with your phone number and all your contact info and um, I will call you at that time so uh, I've done it for a bunch of you guys so far it's been great I'm happy to help again my my mission is to my mission is so massive now that you know I will spend as much time as I need to talking to restaurant owners Um, But my mission is to reduce the failure rate in this country of restaurants. And I can only do that if I talk to restaurant owners. So I don't have all the answers, but I know a lot of people who probably do have the answers. A lot of you people who listen to this podcast I know for a fact have some of the answers. So it's all been starting to come together. I appreciate everyone's support so far. It's been fucking fantastic um, to have this community kind of like slowly start to come together. But... We've been on a roll with this podcast. Uh, We're putting out content every week here. So uh, thank you for listening. And um, really the only thing I ask is that you guys leave a comment and share, subscribe, or whatever platform you're on. Um, And look, if it's not a great comment, I would love to hear that too. You know, the audio sucks or this guest was terrible. Whatever it is, let me know. I want to make this better every week. and make sure I'm putting out the best possible content um, for you guys. So, all right. That's it, guys. Have a good one. I'm finally home. Take care. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the latest episode of the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. I want to take a second here and just remind you that, like I said earlier, my goal is to help 
reduce the failure rate of restaurants in this country. So what I did is I went on my Instagram and I created a link to my calendar. And if you head there and you click the link in my bio and you scroll down, you'll see that there's a drop down menu there and it says 15 minute phone consultation. So if you're a restaurant owner operator and you just have a quick question, you don't know where to turn, whether it's about operations, whether it's about a startup, how to find money or what to do with this particular server, whatever the case may be, I am there for you. It's a free 15 minute phone consultation and I'm here to help. So if you need it, you know how to find me and continue to listen and support the podcast. I would love if you would uh, share, comment, review, whatever, all that fun stuff. Uh, And I just appreciate the love and support I've been getting for this. So we're going to keep cranking them out. And if you're interested in being on the show, please hit me up. Best way to get a hold of me is on Instagram, or you can always text me at 631-965-1300. Thanks so much again, guys. Hey guys, my name is Kyle and Sarah, and I'm what most people describe as a restaurant guy. I have one purpose in this podcast and on all my social media platforms, and that is to do my part by sharing my experience and what I've learned in helping to reduce the failure rate of restaurants in this country. Look, I didn't do everything perfect. I don't have all the answers, but what I can share with you is my experience, what I did right, what I did wrong, and what I would do exactly the same. I'm also going to have guests on who are going to tell their story and help share some of their insight so that you restaurant owners and operators can learn from other people in the country, realize that you're not alone. A lot of these issues we all have had, we've all experienced, and collectively we can do our part to help make sure that restaurants continue to thrive in our communities and continue to be sources of uh, employment, places of gathering, and whatever comes in the future, we're all going to do it together. So this is the National Restaurant Owners Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank you.